Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show. On behalf of Disciple of City, I'm Todd Carlton, and this is a bonus episode of the Toddcast. Disciple of City exists to encourage and equip people to share the gospel. Not only are we called to live a life of evangelism, but our hearts should desire to pray and worship the Lord, both on our own and in the corporate setting. So today, we thought we would focus on worship music. What is behind the songs? What is in the hearts of those who are gifted to write and create music? We packed up the studio and went out onto the road to get those questions answered at band rehearsal. Let's welcome our very own Disciple of City music team. Yeah! All right. How's everybody doing? All right, man, we have the whole team here today. Nathan and Jessica Kirshner, Melissa Shepsky, Andrew Vachner, Jay Hamblin, Michael Hall, Alicia Kyle, Ryan Smith. And we also have Rachel Hamblin. Glorious prayer on the album. Um, David St. Pierre, a drummer, could not be here, and Whitney Hall could not be here tonight too, but hey, we're glad the rest of you guys could make it out. Thank you. So... Yeah, into, into the mic, bro. <laughs> so good to be here with you on the Toddcast. Yeah. Come on, thank you. All right, Nathan. Uh, well, Nathan, since you have the mic, man, um, just tell us what what was the beginning of of putting this this team together to to create this record? Awesome. Yeah. Well, again, it's it's birthed out of family. You look at all these guys, and it's really family. It was just like we love to worship and uh, love these guys' hearts. And, you know, it's kind of a dream, in a sense, to make an album, but we just, it was out of worshiping together, small spaces, and uh, just meeting with the Lord all the time. It's beautiful, and it's kind of, it was like truthfully a stretch. It was kind of like we should be writing kind of our own music now you know you sing so many other people's amazing beautiful like anointed songs but it was really like we need to be writing out of our own experiences and what God's showing us and what he's doing here so I mean that was kind of birthed out of that place of let's challenge ourselves because truthfully I know for me and probably for a lot of us it was kind of a first time even like just writing and like, what would this look like? You know, we started to dream and pray together and, uh, we said, Lord, what do you want to do? What do you want to say? And, uh, yeah, he just took over and we had an awesome ride. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Jessica, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about Rooted. Yeah. Um, Rooted for me, it really did just come out of um, an intimate place with the Lord. It was a morning in prayer. I remember like pacing around my house. I've got three little boys and I feel like at that point I was probably pregnant with a third, but I was just, I was praying and I was really, you know, lots of things were shaken up in our world um, during that season. And I just was really like, Lord, I just want to remember like I'm rooted in you. Like no matter what happens in life, no matter what we face, I am just, I am rooted in you and I can keep my eyes fixed on you. And no matter what comes my way, you know, he's my firm foundation. So that was a really, again, I felt like it really did stretch me because it was kind of that personal prayer. And I think sometimes when you write a song, you know, it was for me and the Lord. And then to be able to be vulnerable enough to like share that and kind of craft something out of it for not just me, but it may be something that would help others was a real stretching moment for myself. And I'm still growing in that area. But yeah, that's kind of where that came from was just that prayer 
you know, pacing in my own house and then trying to take, you know, what God was showing me and my prayer and put it to um, a melody and and kind of just solidify what he was showing me in that song. So, yeah. Was was that something that you, that was in your heart before the you guys got together as a band? Yeah. So it, it's interesting because, again, I do feel like, you know, Adam was just kind of calling us out um, to to write for our city. And so I did go, we did go back to a notebook Nathan and I had where we would jot down little ideas. But I, it wasn't a crafted song at that point. So it was something he had put on my heart prior. Um, and then it was something that we felt like fit right for the album. So we did then take, you know, take it out of the woodwork and kind of try to, you know, solidify the whole song. And so that was awesome because it wasn't just me then, it was my wonderful husband putting his lyrical genius to the test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Michael. Hey, sir. Michael Hall. I'm sorry your bride couldn't be here tonight. That's okay. She's yeah. home with the baby, so yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Best place to be. So you've done music for a lot of your life, hey, bud? Yeah. Yeah, really long time. And just like in and out of uh, worship circles and uh, I would say secular circles, but it was always God honoring music, but just, you know, sometimes it was, we were playing down at the bar and sometimes at the church. So um, long history of music and being involved and, but this was definitely a huge step and a huge stretch for me because I just was not used to this uh, process or even, um, artistically I, I was used to just like free flowing like whatever words are coming to me it didn't really matter what it meant to the corporate um church it was always just personal to me and it's just like you know what? even if that theology is wrong the lord knows my heart <laughs> and uh, and i just you know those were the songs that i wrote um just for him in my closet so it was it was very interesting to go okay this is something for our city this is something for i believe our nation and uh yeah, totally different. So tell us about what you were, like what you wrote and what you were involved with heavily with this record. Yeah, so, um, yeah, King of Kings was was the song um, that I worked on the most, and Whitney helped a lot with that one. And uh, But it's kind of funny listening back to the song because it, it's literally, I was sitting in a space um, in my home just at the piano, like, going like lord here i am like quiet the noise just trying to figure out a song to write for him to be used through this project whatever and literally like the way that the song is written is literally just what my prayer was at that piano like jesus use me jesus just come and like king of kings shine your light like just that was my prayer at that moment and i think through several processes and, and meeting with beautiful Kirshners um, and just workshopping some final fixtures in the song that's that's where it really came to life and, and solidified um, so yeah that that was King of Kings and um, I, I was heavily involved with just like the production of the album um, the production of of the song layout and and Nathan as well Um yeah, just, just make sure everything flows nicely and making sure that the right ones were in the right place at the right time and 
and also just creating flow for for people like Rachel and, and Jess Freeburn to just do what they do, which is just like beautiful words of affirmation from the king to the people. Like, um, it was very important to to make sure that was there. So, yeah. So also what I want to just like honor Michael is that in this season, I've seen him do music for a long time, but I really felt like on the production side, what was really beautiful to see is he was really calling out the anointing in all of us, which is something that we really wanted this album to encompass. And he was like, so it was just really cool to see him challenge each and every one of us who is, who are musical but he knew there is like, but yeah, you can go to this place though. And I remember there was a moment with Nathan in the studio at Mike's house and he just kind of wanted Nathan to go that next step and to like let it out and just fully tap into this moment in Worthy. And he was like, they were blown away. But again, it was Mike just kind of being like, I know, like I need to push you a little bit more because we're going to tap into something that's going to be wild. And it was so beautiful. But I remember seeing Mike after that and he's like, that's what I want to do. He's like, I want to capture the anointing. And I feel like that was a switch in Michael for like, he's loved music his whole life, but I feel like the Lord opened up a whole nother like realm to him of what he's called him to do in his life too, which is amazing. Yeah. I was a mess after that. I, <laughs> I literally was just like, hey buddy, just, you know, sing it like you're leading it for everyone or whatever I said. And he just like, he went for it. And I was literally sitting there, you know, about to stop it when it takes over. And I was like, I was fully crying. It's like two grown men in a room <laughs> just like trying to create a demo for the band to like grasp and I'm like bawling my eyes out. Like it was it was just so beautiful how like the anointing just fell in the room and obviously just beautiful gift. So yeah. yeah. That anointing fell in my truck when I heard it the first time too. I'll just let you know that right now. Uh, Melissa. Hey. Melissa Shepsky. Hey Melissa. Hi. How are you? Excellent. <laughs> it was very reminiscent of your previous podcast. Eh? The one here, with right? the one, yeah, I'm ready for you now. Yeah, Melissa. Yes, Todd. Can you uh, talk about holy? Yeah, man. Um, holy is the first and only song I've written, um, and so far, yes, so far, thank you. Um, and it came from I was I had gone through a really difficult season in my life where it just felt really dark. And uh, I remember the day that it felt dark and I laid on the floor and just worshiped God and came to just this beautiful spot with him where it was like, no matter what's going on in my exterior, God is holy, period. Um, And it was just this profound moment with the Lord where I was like wrecked, not in him, but by, I was feeling just the storm of everything going on around me. And it was just like, no, God's holy. I've made up my mind already that God's holy. Um, and so out of that came holy and it's very simple, but I, it, it just, I wanted it to just be weighty and I wanted it to feel like this statement instead of just like a beautiful song. Um, and then these guys all really helped me bring that song out because I, I got to a certain point and then I got a little stuck and, and Mike here worked with me a lot on it and helped me craft it into what it has become. Which is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great song. <laughs> it certainly <laughs> is. 
<laughs> Final word? That's it. I got nothing. Okay. That's good. Good. Okay. Uh, Alicia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's good to see you. It's been a long time. Hey. Yeah. Thanks for coming coming down tonight for this. No problem. Yeah, Let's appreciate it. Fam. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I'm not playing favorites because the whole thing's good. <laughs> and I did get a little preview with Adam. Adam <laughs> I, allowed me to have a sneak peek of this thing, this record. Um, but when it did... Uh, actually, maybe, anyway, what I'm trying to get at is when I heard your song <laughs> for the first time uh, driving on the 412, I also, Michael, began to weep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm man enough to say, but that, that uh, at that time, that really, really got me. So that's why it's been so long since getting this podcast together with you guys, just so that we can do this without falling so <laughs> uh can you t- tell to talk uh, about this song a little bit share your heart yeah sure um I actually started writing this one during the first lockdown where my job was taken away I had a lot of extra time on my hands and um the chorus came first as kind of a tag on other worship songs um there's just a lot of fear and unknowns at the time and there is every time you scroll social media it was just like something else was coming up and it was um just really hard to know where to look and where to find your footing and and uh just that reminder that that God is always the same and Jesus is worthy of our praise no matter what's going on in life so um on a zoom call actually with I think Ryan was there and Nathan and Jess and I just kind of gave it to them and then Nathan came back with another part which is the first like the verses and uh and then I quickly threw this bridge part in too because I needed it for some video for a church that we didn't have to worry about copyright because it was my song (laughs) so it came together really quickly um but it's just really interesting now because it's so simple, people pick it up really quickly. And I think uh, we were talking about this earlier today. There's been stories of people being set free from fear or different things. And that's not even what the song is about, but it's like what I was walking through when I wrote it. And it's just really cool to see the Holy Spirit um, fill in the gaps with like where your heart is and what you want to see for people, like how, how you want to see them free. So it's just a really special song. And I, I love when we do it and I became a weeper too <laughs> over the course of making this album. We all did when, actually. When Nathan did cling to you, cling, is it cling to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he did that one, that was one that broke me. And ever since then I cry all the time. So it's great. Um, this is what we were singing recently where somebody got set free. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a real kind of personal story we'll share with you after, but we as a team sang this and somebody's deliverance and they got free and it was powerful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, let's take a little breath there. <laughs> uh, Ryan. Yes, sir. Can't uh, 
if you're listening to this, you can't see Ryan, but Ryan has an absolute glorious beard. I'm like a huge beard envy, bro. Thank you. One day I will have a beard like that. I will be as gray as Gandalf, but I will have that beard. It will be mine. I release the anointing. <laughs> Freely as I receive. <laughs> uh, dude, talk about one when you wrote that. Yeah. So fun story. Um, I actually first shared this with Nathan. We were on the rooftop of uh, Riley's enjoying some nachos. And what? when would that have been? Gosh, 2021? The summer, I think. Yeah, it was, it was a ways back. And um, similarly to some of the other stories with songs here, it was just an idea in my head. I didn't have a whole lot yet. There was a few lines that were maybe kind of bouncing around in my head that I shared with Nathan. So it was kind of like the proverbial napkin idea, right, at the restaurant that we were just talking about. And um, and and then also, like Alicia said, we'd been kind of meeting on a few uh, Zoom calls, like me, Alicia, Jess, Nathan. Um, just tossing out ideas. The, the album wasn't even a, a thing yet. We were just passionate about growing creatively and in our worship gifting, so we were tossing ideas around. Um, and so I tossed out this idea to him that I, I really wanted a song that fostered and built unity um, because there was so many conflicting views in the world today. And then the pandemic started happening, and it only further... Um, solidified the idea in me and started that passion that I wanted a song that would keep first things first that despite all our different views and ideas on things in the church which can be beautiful but then it creates friction sometimes too right but I wanted something that kept first things first that say we all we are one body we are we are still one family we worship one God together Um, and so I wanted a song that inspired people in that way and so um, what was really cool is it started taking shape and then when the came time for the album we got together and started doing the whole process of songwriting um, it changed significantly from what I had it um, like very very different like some parts that were the chorus became the verse and um, a lot was added to it and what was awesome that, that I didn't even realize until a little bit after the whole process of the album was done is that I realized is like the very message of the song became something birthed in me in the sense of that song was where I fell in love with co-writing. And, and you know, I'm, I'm a bit of an introverted person. It's easy for me to go into my, my room and do my thing there. And, but this song got me really hungry and excited about co-writing um, where I felt like I just loved going in with without a firm grasp on my ideas just with my you know kind of it sitting in my hand there ready for whatever else might be put in my hand or taken out of it with the song and it was so exciting because um it feels like it wasn't my song and that's actually i think the most beautiful thing about it um and so that that was kind of my heart behind it and also just what I really loved about what it birthed in me for the whole process of getting together with other people who are passionate about growing their gifting, um, releasing messages through song and then seeing what, what happens, you know, as we do community that way. So awesome. Awesome. One, we are one. That's very good, man. Andrew. What's up? What's up? How you doing, bro? How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Good. Andrew, you're playing guitar on all these tracks. Every one of them. Every one of them. That's awesome. Uh, what was that experience like for you 
uh, recording with all these people and like, and as far as your contribution, like as, as far as the guitar, like were you free to just bring your piece to it? Some Uh, are, some are shaking their heads. It was so strict. Nate's like, do not stray. (laughs) I had, I had the demo and they said, match this exactly. It was tough. No, man, it was actually crazy because when this all started, I was in Newfoundland on a trip and, um, Nate had mentioned it to me and he's like, yeah, it's still in the kind of process. But like when you get back, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. And then like, I literally walked into something that it was kind of like, how on earth did all of this happen? What like this must have happened so fast or you must have been working on it for so long. But then to find out a lot of it was like, no, this is just picked up quickly. And then all of a sudden I was just kind of thrown into the middle of an album that I was like, I'm going to learn these songs, but I love these songs. This is easily the coolest job that I've ever had in my life. Because they're like, here's a bunch of songs that you're going to love. All you have to do is just play guitar, which you happen to love to do. So I'm going to do it anyways. (laughs) Even if I wasn't asked to do it, I'm still going to learn how to play all these songs. And then it's like, yeah, just... But don't learn how to play them. Play them how you would play them. Like, worship to them. Like, become not just a guitar player for it but come with your guitar and worship with us. And that blessing just kind of just stirred so much into me as like, I won't get too far into it, but it's crazy to see what God has done. Like I've always loved music, but I've only been serving God in like a matter of years that I could count on one hand. And it's nuts to me to look at where I was. And then just, I had a simple thing with him and I just felt impressed into my heart early on. Cause I was like, okay, God, like I know you're real. I want to see you more and like, I want to do more for you. And like, what do you want? And he was like, really simply is like, just say yes. Like I can do that. I've done yes to some dumb stuff so I can do, you know? So like, okay, let's go. And it led me here. And just simple yeses led me to like the worship team at this local church that like a lot of us are attending to. And it was like, okay, this is sweet. And then, you know, Nate's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's the opportunity. It's like, okay, obviously I've been trained to say yes to God things. So yes. And then you know, he just continued to just build into my heart and into my life and into, you know, just a walk with him that has matured and just being a part of this has been so cool because it's like, this is ministry. And at my heart of like, what do I want to do? It's like, I don't have all the tools and all the answers to do everything on my own. But like a team like this that is so powerful that everyone has gifts, strengths, anointings, different things. You know, every we all have our own things. Like this isn't like any one person show, right? And it's so beautiful about the leadership on the team that it is like, you know, we honor God first. And whatever Jesus wants to do and whoever he has to do it through, you know, we just lose that. And just to have that type of freedom as a musician is just wild because... You know, like Mike, I've played a lot of music that's not been for the church or for for him. So it's very different. And it's just like, man, what this offers, like the gifting, the, the, man, the connection with the Lord through worship and music, it just breaks off so many things that I used to play music for and reasons why I was doing things. And they were so selfish in nature, but 
you don't notice it in that time. And then he takes you out of that and like works on your heart. And then it's like, he just takes all that passion, gives it back with like a new life on it and a new fire. And like, this was really one of the like big steps of like, okay, this is like worship from like Nate's been saying, like playing and worshiping on so many great other people's songs, but then really releasing your own thing. And like, that's just wild. And it's like, Lord, like, of all the people in the world, like, why would you choose me to be a part of this group? Or, like, you know, how did we ever come to something like this? And it's just been crazy. It's, like, just simple yeses. And then he puts you in a place. And, like, I don't even know. Like, if you're listening and you're like, man, I got a guitar in my hand. I want to do something. I don't know what to do. It's, like, man, just yes. It's, like, so much that he offers. It just, yes. Okay. You got it. Say so Yes. Cool. Thanks, bro. No problem. Jay. What? <laughs> I don't even remember the original question. Um, that was amazing. <laughs> Jay, when you are playing with this band, man, where where does your heart go as you're just... Because as I watch you play, I can see, man, that you're you're in a place. and And you really bring... Jay's playing the keys, by the way, friends listening on all of these songs. And uh, yeah, when I see you play, man, I see that you're you're in a place with the Lord. And can you describe that or what it was like? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I. Oh, that's a I that's a cool even, place, yeah, then, it's, man. It's awesome. So, like, I can't even really describe it well because I've always loved playing piano and love worshiping and stuff. And I kind of just been almost raised in it. Right. Like mom was a worship leader. I got stuck on the worship crew pretty young on it. It was, it wasn't even, it was, it, well, it wasn't exactly a choice. It was, but it wasn't. And so it's like, Hey, come on, Plakes. We need a piano player. And I was like, all right. And, uh, it gradually grows from you playing to like, I, I, always want to play like there's never not a moment where I don't want to play like if even if I'm down on a Sunday or something like that or we go somewhere and I see somebody else playing for it I am itching to play because it's it's so much fun it's such an amazing place because it is where I find I probably can worship the most or I can connect the most with that and I can't even really describe what it's like it's just it's it's awesome it's it's a spot where it's just like yeah I can just be there and just worship that way so um yeah, and and to to be with this crew has been so amazing because I've been there's been a lot of different people I've played with over the years and a lot of um, different styles and different things that have happened. But then like coming together with this group, it's been so awesome to uh, just find a really cool sound that these guys bring and that we kind of come together with. But something that's our own that we feel like this is how we express worship. This is how we uh, feel God's called us to do some of this stuff. And then it's just like there's no one I'd rather play with. Like it's, it's amazing. And we can literally just like, even yeah, this guy over here, like he's talking about, he's only been like, he count on one hand how long he's been doing this. And it's like, yeah, but I feel like we've been doing it forever. Like I can't think, I can't think past before a time that we were actually playing together. Yeah, brother, man. Yeah. So, um, it's, yeah, it's just such an amazing feeling and I've never, never come to it even playing like every Sunday or something. I'm never waking up going, oh, I've got to get ready and I got to get to church. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm pumped to get there. And as soon as I'm here, I'm on the piano or something, right? It's, it's a love that kind of God's given a passion almost that 
And it's amazing when you find that passion. It's like it can never, it really never gets old and doesn't get boring. It's like, this is what I love to do and I'm here to do it. And I'm with a group of people that I love to do it with. So it's, it's, it's a crazy feeling. You just don't get bored of it. You don't get tired. It's, it's fun. It's just a love of something. So, yeah. Do you have a favorite song on the record that you like to play? In particular, um, I don't know why I'm asking you that question. Yeah, just, I, yeah, choose. Yeah, I know, right? It's like you put me on the spot me. with all the different <laughs> songwriters and whose song do I love the most? Um, from a well, from a piano perspective of what I'm playing, the probably top two that just fit because one's more theatrical with being behold, it's just got a cool sound to it. Um, just the hit of all the stuff, but then also Worthy does have just a more of a lead piano. <laughs> it's got more of a lead piano and it's got so much that I can, that you can play with it and just even experiment right it's never actually the first time we played it to the time we actually recorded it to the time we play it at church it never sounds the same um it's literally a different song every time and it's it, it grows well it grows and it changes every time depending even how we feel <laughs> like what kind of mood we're in how's the spirit flowing and we can change the song that way so it is kind of unique and cool how we can do it um love all the songs but those two jump in mind of how just piano wise I, I love playing it so yeah, yeah. awesome Thanks, bro. Anytime. Rachel. Hi, Todd. Hi, Rachel. Hi. How's it going? It's going great. <laughs> it. <laughs> Rachel, you uh, you threw down like a hugely powerful prayer on this record and uh, just uh, such passion. Um, obviously spontaneous, eh? While you were in there. Yeah. So what, tell us where like... Did that happen at the right at the end of a, of recording a song? Were you jamming a song, or when did you? How how did that how did that play out? Yeah, so when I was originally asked um, to like be to come up and just like worship with them and then have a word, um, we were just I would go and say a word every time we'd practice. Like, it would just be like, hey, Rachel, if you got something, like if the Holy Spirit's giving you something, jump up right here and then just like launch out and just like praise God and just like edify him and just do that. So it was kind of, it was crazy because I'd never been part of this before. So it was after, um, like right after Worthy is like when they're like, hey, Rachel, if you got it, just go. So actually it was kind of funny because in the, um, in the, where we recorded it, um, Jess Freeburn and I, uh, we couldn't hear the music. All we could really hear was the strumming and like the like the voices and like kind of some drums. So it was interesting that way because you're like, but the but again, Holy Spirit is so wonderful. The atmosphere of worship was so gorgeous that it didn't matter if you heard like just the strum and not like the music of the strum of the guitar or like the piano. You just heard like Jay's hands hitting the keys. Holy Spirit just took that and so yeah so it was just wonderful and I had actually because again when we had done it um I had a like one of those plastic masks on so they were like hey Rachel like go up and so I like made my way up and I'm just like you know praising God and just like getting into it and they're like oh that was great next time can you take off your mask <laughs> so, so it was like I'm like oh goodness I'm like okay great I'm like Lord I'm like you need to show up please because like I don't know Lord if I can do that again but again he's faithful and I think through this whole album is like you recognize how faithful God is 
and how much he loves you and how much he is never going to let you down. Like he did not let me down. He, Holy Spirit just had put those words out. And I just hope and pray that someone was set free or someone understood that God so loved them that he had all these people come together and create these songs to worship the Lord, but also to set you free. It's like when you think about that, like all the times that the band got together to just jam and to get every single note and hit right so that it would just smack you with the love of the Lord and smack you with the Holy Spirit. Like it literally is just amazing. And so I'm really honored and proud. I say this, I think every time I hear the album or I see them worship, I am proud as punch of these guys. Like I love these guys. They're beautiful, but the like the obedience that they have to Holy Spirit and to the Lord is just amazing. So I just to add to that too I really feel like you know what Rachel did on that album too is it just reminded like anytime we had Jess Freeburn come in there or Adam it was like weaponizing the songs a a bit right like it's that you can listen to songs and you can get into this like oh it's so beautiful worship but Rachel's like no you need to like use this like worthy can set you free like we've seen time and time again in that song you know like you know these different songs were meant to be activated they weren't just meant to be sung lightly like we want people to use them and that they're powerful not only in the physical realm but in the spiritual realm so that was just really cool and strategic when um you felt that on your hearts to like add that in there because I really feel like as people listen through the album it was just such a good reminder to like no like this is a moment right now where you could reach out right in your car wherever you are and like have an encounter with the living God which is just really powerful so Jess now that you have the mic, yeah, <laughs> I'm playing "Behold" right now. Yeah, um, that's our outro song for the yeah. podcast. Oh, love it! Yeah, for <laughs> and you know sometimes they say to change stuff up to keep it fresh, but I'm not doing it because yeah. this is a great outro song. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about that? This song, where it came from, real mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, um, it was a really actually beautiful moment. Uh, we had been, I think, it, we had been writing songs for a little bit. Had we already? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I felt like there was this time where we were like, let's just like worship together. Like sometimes again, when you're co-writing, you can get a little bit nitpicky and like, you know, it's just like more structured and whatnot. And we were like, let's just like, just, you know, worship together. Prophetic words that were given. Yeah. We're going to flow together. Yeah. In the basement. Yeah. Um, and it was just really, really powerful moment. Um, someone had given a prophetic word about like coming into our city and seeing like it turned to gold essentially like heaven had come and it was like tangible so we were like just kind of wrecked by that word and had this beautiful visual and um I just you know Whitney was singing a beautiful melody that later on turned into cover the city and then I just kept thinking like oh my gosh like behold like the king has come behold the light of heaven with that word prophetic word that we had just read aloud and like was we were thinking of our city and these songs we were singing and I'm like, Oh my goodness, like behold. And then really it came, that was kind of it. And it was like, well, that was beautiful, you know? And then Nathan took it over. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fun. Cause, uh, it stuck with us, right. In that space when you're just like in the spirit and it was like, man, no, there's something on that. And you kind of like did the question of like, should this be more than just a lovely time that we shared together? And then it was like, I feel something on it. And, and just that simple behold, 
and like just holding out behold and it's like it's to me like you're kind of like full full on like singing it and then i really felt like all of a sudden it was it was just like talking and praying and thinking it through and i was like we have to start with this and it's not like a full full song right but to me it's more of a statement of like wherever you are like in whatever circumstance and that's why even at the beginning it's like we wanted to make it like a little more like chaotic in a sense and all of a sudden it kind of like sinks up and all of a sudden we all just start uniting and just saying behold and it's like wherever you are and in a season ups and downs it's just like behold because things happen things change when you actually see them when you actually and so I was like we we uh, you know (laughs) I asked the team and I'm like I think we have to start and set a tone for this whole project of like just get your eyes on him and watch what he'll do and so it was fun to start there and then even the you know at the beginning it was like not rehearsed in a sense it was like just from your heart just release to him real praise right in spirit and in truth just release it like that right so it's fun when you actually when we listen even back of like I hear Michael come out you know and I hear Jess's little beautiful melody come out and uh, Alicia and everybody in different parts and it like blesses me every time because I'm like oh the real praise, like unrehearsed in a sense, yeah. right? And then just let's set our eyes on him. And it's a powerful word too, just behold, right? Like John the Baptist when he first yeah. saw Jesus. It's just Lamb of God. Yeah. It also really encompassed we had when we had first like Adam had first been like, I think we need to do something like this. We had always pictured it in a retreat with everybody around and do this live album and it was gonna be all like all the voices from everybody around and and then again like plans upon plans kept getting changed and, and you know, like changing it up. So it was just neat because I feel like behold was that like let's like live just like worship together and create this moment, you know, that we really yeah, it was really beautiful that too. Uh, you had mentioned cover the city. Uh, anybody and everybody can l- let's talk about that song. And uh, I'll speak on her behalf. <laughs> okay, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cover the city. Um, yeah, we were all so like like they said we're down in the basement just like worshiping we had just gotten a couple different uh, prophetic words from local leaders of different churches in the city perfect time to to just soak and it was such an honor to soak in that room with these beautiful people and um yeah like jess was bubbling stuff up and the girls were going off into prophetic words and and everyone was just kind of like just soaking and just like all in and um yeah the girls were just coming up with melodies and and these beautiful words were coming out of them and i think whitney had um your presence so rich and heavy cover the city and it came from those prophetic words of just like you know seeing gold come down seeing people just being healed and saved and and uh yeah it was just so sweet that of course we had to say like um, we, we had to have this in there um, because we didn't want to do a, a rehearsed um, overdubbed perfectly played out album um, we want it to be us and, and how we worship which is just raw it's from, from the heart it's live it's not overdubbed it's just this is our heart for Jesus and uh, we hope it sounds okay 
and it, it wound up yeah yeah the guys at the studio did a good job <laughs> making it sound good so <laughs> it sounds great yeah <clears throat> it sounds great um well actually i i have a question too kind of for all of you um y'all know that i play guitar yeah. you guys all know that yeah. you do how come nobody asked me to be in the band? <laughs> it's okay. I really like your stuff, but it's uh, it's a little too mellow for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no. Um, anybody, future hopes and desires for for Canada? Well, for Peterborough, but really for Canada, right? Because Disciple of City, we're just beyond Peterborough. We just want to see salvation and worship in Canada. So desires for Canada in relation to music and worship leading. What are your desires to see? Or what are your desires to see as a group for for an, uh, another album? Nathan kind of touched on this already, but um, like I remember at the beginning of 2020 just being convicted about um, basically cheating and using other people's songs. <laughs> and there's so many beautiful songs out there that are meant for the global church, but, but there's some of us who have been given this gift to write and to lead worship. And there's just, um, there's something more beautiful about me having to get in the secret place with the Lord and uh, work through stuff with him and then share it with my community who are probably also struggling with something similar so that's that's one thing that um, has been on my heart to encourage other worship leaders, like, write for your church. Like, you have something to give to your community, and they're hungry for it. You can tell at worship events that have happened in this past year, just different things that, that people know that, that they need more. But really, it's just we all need to get in the secret place and get back to our first love and start, like, asking God what, where do you want us to go? And can we get out of your way now? <laughs> like, and let us, let us move with you. So. Yeah. And you, you're very right. It is a gift to be able to write and create music. Like I play, but I just, I can't write stuff. I've tried to write stuff before and I just don't have that gift, but I just a different gift of just the ability to play what I hear without being able to read music and stuff. But it is a gift to, to create a song and to share something from your heart. Um, can I further that? Absolutely, Nathan. Yeah. Again, I, I think like... Uh, you also, by the way, have a very full coverage, nice beard too. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, to touch on that too, it's like uh, that really is like you see you see bigger, like you just see bigger and, and that the sound, especially for like, I feel like if I can go... A little bit. It's like the sound of Canada hasn't been defined yet in worship. And I don't know what, like to what degree we play in that, but I'm going to do as much as I can to like, I think that's, that's rising like Canada's anthems and Canada's, um, bold declarations, you know? And that's even in like worship leaders and stuff like that. Like, uh, we, like I pray, we, I know we prayed over these songs specifically of like, 
God, like raise up these leaders that hear this, that all of a sudden it just unlocks something in them that they, they dare to, to, to reach like I do unworthy and like scream, like the enemy crumbles, you know? And like, uh, we know that these songs are, are kind of building that into people of like, you know, just uh, unlocking a new level in them to like, I'm going to take a step and Holy Spirit, you're going to meet me there as I take a step forward. And so we just pray over that over leaders everywhere. But yeah, I really believe that the sound is, is rising in Canada, our own sound. And also the one uh, other thing is like worship is warfare. And it's, it's funny to say that to a degree, like some people don't understand that, but like, I confidently know that like things shift when we boldly declare, right? And we boldly sing. Yeah. And uh, it's time for us to release those things like confidently in who we are and who he is, right? And uh, that we turn worship into warfare because we can shatter the enemy, right? When we pour, pour out, completely yeah. pour out, you know? And uh, so, when, yeah, that you can scream, like cling to you, like fear, you don't stand a chance. I don't sing that. I can't just sing it. And I hope that it rises up boldness in people of like, I can't just sing that nicely. I have to speak to fear and say, Jesus name, you're done. You know, fear, you don't stand a chance, you know? And I really believe uh, that there's boldness rising up all across Canada. So we're, we're just like humbled to be like, Lord, whatever part, you have we have in that but uh worship is rising and worshipers who will worship in spirit and truth that's what he's seeking right that's what the word says he's seeking yeah and uh i believe he's gonna find it quickly in canada you know and like i want it to be loud and clear is always our prayer of like he doesn't have to look far because it's like we're here pouring out you know not about just us i, I believe in canada like the that that's rising that there they are yeah. there they are amen yeah uh anybody what's what's next are you guys writing is there another is there another record coming out soon something to be continued, to be continued? <laughs> are we constantly writing yeah we let's talk to the so producer here the, friends the uh voices <laughs> album come out and it's called voices volume one for a reason uh, <laughs> yeah, we were very intentional about that because I think this thing is just going to keep going. We're going to keep doing this stuff. We're, it's, I think the biggest thing that I took away from, um, from 2020 up through this process was that it's actually an, a complete honor to worship and we should be honored to worship him. Um, every time we get up on the stage or any time we, we approach any stage, it's actually an honor because for months we couldn't, we had to just be in our own homes or we had to be in our own prayer closets. And, and I remember stepping foot back on the stage and just telling Nate, like, it's actually a crazy honor to be up here and just like celebrating yeah. the King. So are there many more albums to come? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I think so. Yeah. For the country. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of songs being worked on right now. It's good. And like, yeah. And it's good. Cause like Alicia said, you don't need copywriter permission, right? I just, I didn't even ask you guys. I just took your songs and (laughs) threw it on the podcast. Adam said it was fine. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, okay, so you can get this on Apple Music. What if somebody wants a hard copy? Old school. We have CDs. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy them. And, and where, Melissa? Why Why do uh, I have to pull it out of you? Email <laughs> Disciple of City. We'll hook you up. <laughs> Info, information at Disciple of City. Yeah, if you email, if you go to the discipleofcity.ca, <laughs> you'll find an email address there. Shoot them a message and we'll figure, you, figure it out for you. Yeah, but it's on Apple Music. And yeah, Spotify. Spotify. All the places. All places. Oh, yeah. YouTube has videos. YouTube does have the videos. Yeah, that's They're true. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Alicia, you, uh, you're doing some stuff as well. Let's have a little plug of what you're doing. Um, I'm in the middle of producing a full album right now. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, hopefully it'll be out in the spring. So it's, it's fast. It seems like such a long process. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my goodness, there's only three more months till the goal. So I'm excited about it. It's going to be, it's going to be different. Um, just really raw and we're using a hundred year old piano that has a little twang to it. So that's really cool. And yeah, it's just my heart. Nice. Nice. Do you have a title for it yet or not yet? I do. It's called wildflowers and I haven't shared that. You're the first to know. All right. So we're the first to know right here. All right. There's exclusive on the podcast. There you go. You heard it here first. (laughs) Awesome. Really, really good. Well, everybody, thanks. Thanks so much for taking some extra time tonight after uh, rehearsal to sit and chat with us and share your hearts on this on this record. And friends, you've heard some of these songs if you've been listening to the podcast. Uh, so I encourage you to uh, download the whole thing on iTunes, Spotify, or find an email address somewhere and Melissa will send you a hard copy if you want to go old school. Um, also want to thank Rice Landecker Productions for helping with this tonight. Caden Carlton, Adam Shepsky on camera. And I just wanted to uh, thank to uh, Bruce Mackey and Jordan Cooper on technical and Pearl Limus, who really helped get this. We miss Pearl, eh? She's on her mat leave. Uh, she was really instrumental in helping get this started. So hello to Pearl. And, uh, of course, the Hartshorn Brothers with the uh, opening track for the Toddcast. Um now I'm just going to throw it at you spontaneously. Sing something. <laughs> sing us out. Everybody, sing us out. <laughs> no matter what comes, steady. No matter what comes, I'm fixed on you. No matter what comes, you can't hold me. I cling to you. I cling to you. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Keep singing.